All right, well, welcome to the Drivecast. My name is Matthew, and I serve as the teaching pastor at LifePoint Westerville. And uh, today we're taking a look at Revelation chapter 6, verses 9 through 17. And in the uh, the previous verses of chapter 6, we saw the first of the four seals be opened. And these seals revealed God's judgment through the four horsemen. But now in, in verses 9 and 10, the fifth seal is being opened. Uh, But when the first four seals were opened, John heard the cry of the four creatures that were referenced back in uh, chapter four, the creatures that surround the the throne of God and sing, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. But now as the the fifth seal is opened, John hears a, a human cry and it's coming from the souls of those who had been slain because of the word of God those who had lost their life because of their faith and their trust in Jesus. And John is is seeing the the souls of these these martyrs. And just think for for a minute about all the people that John knew who had been slain for their faith in Jesus. Guys like Peter and, and James and Stephen and the rest of the disciples at this point, John is the only remaining of the original disciples. But despite these these men and their death and the persecution they faced, they have not been separated or cut off from Jesus. And this reminds me of of Paul's words in in Romans chapter 8, where he says this, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, neither angels, nor demons, neither the present, nor the future, nor any powers, neither height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. These saints, these these martyrs who had lost their lives because of their faith in Jesus, they are being hidden and protected by him. But they want to know, when will they be avenged? When is God going to act and to judge those who have persecuted his, his people? And the Lord, he, he hears their cry and he answers it. He starts by, by clothing them in, in, in white, which signifies that the purity for which they stood for in their, in their suffering. But then they're, they're told to wait a little longer because unfortunately there's still more persecution to come. And how often is that the, the cry of our heart? God, how much longer are your people going to be wronged and mistreated? When are you going to return and make things right? How much longer are you going to allow the evil in this world to to persist and, and to prevail? And we want God to act immediately. We want to see justice right now. We don't want to wait. But we only see things from our human, earthly perspective. And it's easy for us to forget that his ways are higher than ours and that he is working all things together for our good and his glory according to his perfect timing. But then later on in, in, in chapter 6, the, the sixth scroll is opened, and it reveals God's final judgment being poured out. And it says that all of the kings and the rulers and the rich and the mighty, they hide themselves from the wrath of the Lamb. God is, is being true to his word. He is avenging his people because he is a holy and a just God. You know, I think there are many times in in our lives when we're wronged or we see somebody else being wronged where we're tempted to to try and take control of the situation. 
to avenge ourselves, to, to enact justice. But it's important to remember that justice and judgment ultimately belong to the Lord. And he can be trusted even in the times when it seems like the enemy is winning. Even the times when it seems like evil people are getting away with their sin without consequence. Because we can have total confidence that our prayers for justice, they are being heard and they will be answered one day. In Revelation, it is written as an encouragement to believers to endure persecution faithfully as we wait upon the Lord and his timing and his justice. And I just want to want to take a minute to, to pray and to give you an opportunity to pray as well for us to, to be patient and to trust and to wait and to be faithful as we look forward in anticipation to the day where, where Jesus will make all things right. So Father, I, I know that even today as we look around at, at our world, it can seem at times like, like evil is winning. That, uh, that people who are doing things that we know don't honor you are, are getting away with it and getting ahead in life. And that can be frustrating for us. We want to see justice right now. But God, help us to wait and be faithful, to, to endure patiently, and help us to, to lean on the truth and the hope, Lord, that you are going to make things right that you're going to return one day and, and there will be justice, there will be judgment. And God, our prayer is that for people, God, who, who don't know you, who are far from you, Lord, that they would repent, that they would turn to you, that they would not experience that judgment. God, we thank you that you are a holy God that can be trusted, that we can count on, and that nothing that we face in this life can separate us from your love. Jesus, we love you. We pray all of this in your name. Amen.